recording. Start after the music. Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language, and sexual references, which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? It's nearly finally grabbed you with both hands and shaken whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body. Oh, I'm going to fit you. And they're unresearched about... What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Everybody went for goal. Stardom keeps it oh. back in. Did that really well. And Lingle kicked it. Oh! oh! He's kicked it. Oh, that just about breaks the record, man. Keeps it in play. Goes down the line. Up towards Cox. Couldn't complete the mark. Mark goes there for the assist. Gives it off to Jesse White. And he misses. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Ida Kick That with Joel Pierce and Alessio Carducci. I'm Joel Pierce. And uh, I'm here. Thanks, Alessio. That's a fucking solid, high energy. Very high energy on the uh, on the corona on yeah, lockdown. I got as much energy, uh, I got as much life in me as this season does. Fair play. That's a fucking fair, this, it's dead. So far this season is dead. No, nah, the season's come back. What are you talking about? The season's I, come back. I thought you were going to say you had less life in you than Ben Cousins laying next to his car last night. Nah, he was full of energy, bro. That was the first sleep he'd had for a while. What are you talking about? That's what I mean. The cops should have left him alone. Yeah, honestly. You should have let him have a good nap. One wasn't doing any damage. Yeah, police, let meth heads sleep. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Anyway, speaking of hot takes... <laughs> These hubs. Oh, I, yeah. I only realised today <laughs> that Tom Harley is the CEO of Sydney, which I should know because yeah. I was a big Tom Harley fan. I, I thought he just worked there. I didn't know he was the fucking CEO. But he's king. He wants a Sydney hub. Unfortunately, yeah. nobody in Sydney wants a fucking Sydney hub because they don't give two fucks about AFL in Sydney. And that's why it's the perfect place for the hub, and we should have the NRL hub in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Put the put the NRL hub in fucking uh, Werribee. You're, no, maybe they'll give a shit about it there. Yeah, you can't put, put it, it in like Bright, you Brighton or something. Brighton, shit. perfect. Yeah, uh, Cheltenham. Yeah, chuck it all in there. And that's how they use it to do the, the increase the stay home measures. Because can you imagine any one of these people leaving the house when they see Maoris walking on the street? Exactly right. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Balaclava, that'd be a good place to put them. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> but they honestly... On the street, they're like, <laughs> oh, they're, they're uh, sure are feeding these Muslims now. Oh. <laughs> well, there's less Muslims because there's more Maoris. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I do I do have a hot take, uh, and this is it. I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Just bring the fucking footy back, all right? Because the reason we need to bring the footy back is, as far as I can see, everyone does not give a fuck about the coronavirus. I walk up the main street, it's busier than ever. I catch the train, the train's empty, but everyone's at work. People are doing shit. Every time I go out for lunch, 
now that I'm working, there's the fucking the line at the fucking sandwich shop is twenty people deep. Just bring the fucking football back. Have no fans. Have fans. Who gives a shit? Whoever wants to go and get coronavirus and fucking watch the footy, they should be allowed to watch the footy. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Did you post the stay home thing the other day? Me? Yeah, you did. You put it on your story or some shit. Stay home? Yeah, you did a stay home thing. Nah, I'm all about leaving the house. I mean... Nah, fuck it. Stay home. I'm team stay home. And I'm team. And I'm team. Fuck it. If you're not, if your immune system is not strong enough yeah, to withstand you're, the coronavirus, you're the fuck you. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. You're one of the absolute psychos that took this as the moment to be like, I want to get a job. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And the thing is, the best thing is the the fucking place is empty. There's no one there. It's it, the perfect fucking thing for me. So I reckon bring the footy back, so I have something to talk to with my four coworkers that actually go to the office. No, I hundred percent. I reckon just bring the football back. Just do the fucking do the hub shit. Who cares? Do the hub Honestly, shit. Like, uh, there is going to be a season. Anyone saying there's not going to be? There will be one. Like I, you can't see them not having a season. At this well, that's point. it. And look, uh, John Ralph. They got too much. John Ralph, right? I'm coming around to John Ralph because of the sack podcast. Even though he barely says shit, the coaches just do most of the talking, which makes it a good podcast. He Who's had the other one? There's the other Stooge, though. There's that other one. On that sack podcast, there's John Ralph, and then some other guy who just seems like a gimp. The cunt that gets the coffee. Yeah, yeah, but he's there the whole time, and he's like, oh, well, a bit. Like, I hate it when they go like, oh, that would have been a crazy night, eh, boys? That would have been a crazy bloody night. Oh, wouldn't it? Oh, quick, tell us a tell us a story about Plugger just to finish the episode. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like, John Ralph. Hey, we're your boys now. Even though when you were on the verge of getting sacked, we were hounding you. We wanted blood. We were chopping at your heels, but we're one of the boys now. Oh, there's a great call from Eddie that will come later in the episode where he says to, to Caro. But uh, anyway, John Ralph. Talking about the AFL coming back and what the NRL is doing. Well, let's face it, we were laughing at the NRL. We called them reckless, we called them cowboys, and yet right now it seems like they are very much on track. For as you said, a return to training within 12 days and then that May 28th return to uh, football. Now, the AFL continues to say to me, they've said it repeatedly over the last week, we are not interested in what the NRL is doing. Now, I'm going to interrupt this just because John Ralph does not take a fucking breath and talks for a very long time. This girl asks him... What do you think about the NRL? And this entire response is his response. So here we go. But if they can get football away uh, next month with gangbuster ratings, with, let's face it, the health of their players uh, at the forefront of their minds, there is no doubt that the AFL will be zealously looking at what they've done and how they can fast track their own return. There are so many reasons why it is so important to get the season underway again. Now, this is the first time I think that one of, in the minute, he's about to fucking actually start mentioning money like out outright mentioning money instead Mm -hmm. of all the fucking double talk we've heard but i'll still hit the cash sound we've resurrected the cash sound this week and if it is safe to do so and to do it right now now um clearly the better it is for um place for subsequent delays if it is of course that we have to down tools yet again the quicker the season starts the more capacity for even more football you know could we get 22 rounds back underway rather than the 17 rounds that the afl has talked about and the more likely the afl is to do you reckon we'll get 17 or 22? 17. I reckon we'll get 17 as well. I reckon just play it safe, get our 17 But in. if they get 22, but if they... They have to... I think at the minute, I think where they're at right now, 
and uh, this is uh, I cannot back this up at any point. And what I'm saying, you can play it, and I can't back this up. Nah, it's hard. Nah, it's fine. But um, what do you call it? Uh, like I reckon they're looking at it right now. They're like they're trying to make the decision. They know they're going to play the season, but I reckon they're making the decision right now that they're like, are we going to go seventeen or twenty-two? Because now they're looking at it like, fuck, we could use that money. Because well, the other thing is they don't want to look as bad as the NRL. So if the AFL can just look a smidgen better than the NRL, they've come out on top. I don't, I don't really get it because I think we're about like fucking, um, we're like three weeks away from dickheads marching in the street. Three weeks. Mate, you, you, you've been fucking Alessio Stradamus on this a lot. You fucking called the lockdown. You've called fucking, you called stage three, three weeks marching in the street in yeah, Australia. I, I, look, yeah. you heard it here for, you heard it here first <laughs> on I'd Kick That. Alessio's hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about but, to say. But his track but record is flawless. <laughs> but have you seen what they're doing in um, America? They're literally yeah, yeah, yeah. riding outside the town hall with the guns. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Actually, no, fuck it. Let's do it now. Mason Cox uh, on Twitter today. All right. Well, it's been a long time <laughs> since I've been back to the States, but I did some Googling just to figure out, you know, kind of what's going on in this time. And uh, this is what I came up with. Protesters converging on downtown Huntington Beach today, holding up signs proclaiming social distancing equals communism and COVID-19 <laughs> is a lie. Okay, obviously concerning, but maybe... They have some kind of reasoning. Let's hear what they think about the science behind it. So what do I say to the science? I say I don't believe your science because I believe my God. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> but maybe not everyone has the same opinion. Let's ask someone else. So what are you saying to the scientists and those who encourage you to keep apart and wear a mask? Uh, they're fear mongers because they don't know. <laughs> I mean, people might say, look, they're the experts. But they're not. Okay. Whatever. Teach the round, but at least they're protesting peacefully, right? So he shows videos of cunts with semi-automatic weapons standing out of front of the town halls. Well, just seeing that, uh, I don't know that I'm ever going to leave Australia again. Uh, US, it's been real, but I'm out. Mason Cox picks Australia over the US. You know what? More racism, less guns. Now it's time to know. He's one of ours. He just got his Australian citizenship too, didn't he? Oh, really? Yeah, he did. Oh, I think we talked about oh, it a week or so ago. Now, oh, now it's now he's making the big boy threat. Yeah. Oh, now he's doing it. Ah, oh, how come? Ah, uh, he's just getting a little oi, oi, getting a little racist, mate. Hey, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty from marketing. But you better be getting those uh, NRL boys their uh, Aussie citizenship. Better be clearing that up for those, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who does he go for? Who does fucking Scotty from Marketing go for? I don't know any of these fucking teams. Nah, me either. No, I was just going to say Parramatta because that's the one that everyone hates. So I figured he'd yeah, go for Param- them. Yeah, Parramatta's the funny one because Parramatta sounds funny. Then there's the Rabbitohs because the Rabbitohs is owned by Russell Crowe. Yeah, and but then, uh, the, the story behind why the they call the Rabbitohs is at least fucking interesting. It's about cunts like walking around the street selling rabbits, dead rabbits. Like, they're the Rabbitohs. So, like, I like that. It's some butcher shit. 
Anyway, fuck the NRL. We're not. This is not an NRL podcast, and the NRL sucks. Shout out to Hugh Robertson. Uh, <laughs> Canberra Raiders are a pack of fucking fairies. Um, hey, hey, you call them pack of fairies, mate? They fuck dogs, all right? They fuck dogs. That's how you make money in the NRL. You fuck dogs. You piss in your mouth, and you engage in gang rape. Right across <laughs> our island. Anyway, that that's how you make money in the NRL. Um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the Fox Footy reporter. Imagine if they do the hub. If they do the hub. The stories that are going to be coming out of this fucking cesspool. The stories <laughs> that will come out of there will make Wayne Carey blush. <laughs> anyway, the, the, girl resp- uh, the, the, the female reporter responded. Well, that's what I'm so intrigued about because if they do indeed restart on May 28th, the NRL, they're probably guaranteed at least a month of clear air. Well, there will be no other sport on other than rugby league. How much would that really wear on the AFL? No doubt. Uh, as much as the AFL has always said we're not in competition with other codes, we used to have spare weekends, we used to have buys, and then, yep. of course, the Bledisloe Cup. Well, that was slap bang in the middle of those buys, and the AFL started playing a Sydney Collingwood game. There is a huge battle for the hearts and minds, the ratings, do- the ratings dollars, uh, the broadcast dollars um, out there. Let's face it, the only revenue potentially that might be coming into this game, apart from some memberships, might be that $418 million of TV rights from both. Boxtel, and of course, Channel 7. And so if they can get a 17 or even a 22-round season underway by starting earlier, then they're potentially like to do that. Yeah, man. Um, so the, the NRL are looking at getting a, a month head start on the AFL. I think the AFL is wise they do, to wait. If, and if they do, they're all right. I'm going to watch. I'm going to pick a team. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch. The I'm storm, gonna right? Watch. You just pick the storm. I don't even know if I'll pick the storm. Maybe I'll pick the Raiders. Honestly, I might yeah, pick a team enough. that'll have. Unless you got a mate to a, talk to it about, right? That's the thing. I'm thinking like I might pick a team where it's like ah, I can see myself like oh, it, it, it keeps it bubbles around in my life. Yeah. Whereas the storm is like ah, who gives a fuck? Ah, fuck this team up. Oh wow, they won like four premierships in a row. I don't give a shit about any of them. Fuck, fuck it off. Yeah, uh, but they're gonna. I reckon. I reckon they're smart. They wait and then yeah. fuck it. They make put themselves in a weird time slot again. Yeah, But then, it, then it comes down to even if like okay, this, I keep thinking about this. Even if we say, all right, we're doing a, um, we're starting the season. Do we redo a preseason? Nah. But like everyone's out of shape. Yeah, no, no, no. They'll, that's the thing with the NRL. They're gonna send them back to training two weeks before the season, so you get two weeks of proper training. And as far as I can fucking tell, the AFL players look like they're training. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not They're either training or fucking drink driving, so... (laughs) Uh, I put a shout out... Sharpening sharpening concussion impairment. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I put a shout out today for people that might want to advertise... Uh, sponsors for I to kick that will will uh, do your uh, your ad copy, but we we got one and thanks to your connections with uh, one of your former jobs, we got this ad in just today, Alessio. Lion gets around him easily and kicks to Lion. Lion marks and gives it off to the running Lion. He spotted Lion on the lead. Lion. Whether you're a fan or fanatic, get into AFL headquarters at Kmart, the biggest seller of official AFL gear. Why do you retire? Thank you. That's uh, Gary Lyon for Kmart. 
Uh, anybody else wants to advertise on the podcast, just uh, just shout in. We've got a couple more today that uh, we'll play later on. But uh, let's get into the biggest story that's been in football this week. And what do the bulldogs say to drink driving? Hunter. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Look, should we go through the apology? Let's let's start with the apology, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll put it on uh, pause break so we can we can we can dissect it as he goes. I'd like to express my deepest apologies um, and regret for my actions last Thursday night. Okay, for those that might not have listened before or are not up on AFL, this guy. Got pissed and had a fight with his missus, then got in his car, smashed up four cars on the drive, got out of that car, apparently was driven by a couple of other blokes, which I'm starting to believe. I still reckon he might have driven. He went to South Yarra, where he was then apprehended by the police two hours later and breathowed and blew 0.123. Now. So this guy was just like a couple of um, skin shades and a little bit of pip. Yep. Of being uh, Jimmy Yagasoulis, no. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, On with the apology. Um, I'm here to take full responsibility for what I did. Of course, you have to take full responsibility. Ned. You've got fucking full proof. Um, and the damages that I caused. Four cars. They reckon it's about a hundred grand too on the cars. No, I like though. That Which means is bullshit. That, like, I saw just... those cars. That's not a hundred grand's worth of work. Yeah, it's like four bumper bars and a couple of quarter panels. It's, it's fuck all. It's not a hundred grand. Yeah. yeah, the fucking like. Um, it's funny because they'll do like the sport news. The today's news, they're still talking about Lucky Hunter. Yeah, and then the main news, they're talking about the the four cops that died with the chicken car yeah. driver driving. Yeah. They talk. It's like I watched it for like fifteen minutes straight. They're just talking about car crashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, breaking news, Ben Cousins sleeps next to a car. More car news in the next hour. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Hey, fuck it. Oh, who cares? This podcast is barely about football anyway. The, f- the four, the four car, the, the, the fucking horrible cop thing. As soon as I read the story, I blame the Porsche driver. Is it just me or is the Porsche driver the, the biggest cunt out of all of it? I don't blame him for running. That I understand. However, if he wasn't being a dumb cunt in a Porsche, he wouldn't have been needed to be pulled over by four cops. Oh, it's just a whole, it's a whole bag of, it's a whole bag of shit, isn't it? Like, anyway, back to they, shit on football. Um, <laughs> it's shit. never responsible to, to get behind the wheel after you've had a drink and hit four cops with a truck. Um, so drink driving is clearly oh. not acceptable um, and a real, a real scare for what, what could have been with some drink driving victims and some stories there. That's like the least like sympathetic thing you could say to like drink driving vic- people who've lost people or people that have fucking yeah. actually run people. It's like, oh, I heard some bad stories and now I feel bad. I didn't feel bad when I got behind the car, but now, now I feel bad. Um, I let down a lot of people here, my fiance and my family first. Uh, <laughs> do you open with the fiance and the family? <laughs> I would have gone with the community first. But anyway, um, the leadership group in the club, which was you <laughs> and the bond, uh, my teammates, 
who probably don't give two shits. Um, Billy and Bailey for dragging them into a situation. The, so Billy and Bailey, obviously, who drove him to South Yarra. They they should have never been in. Um, and the wider community who are going through through a really hard time um, with the COVID-19. Um. Why bring that up? Like, we know you were being a fuckhead, but a lot of people have been fuckheads. You didn't have to bring it up. And why you'd be yeah. like, I, I feel sorry for people that are at home while I'm out drink driving having a fucking good time. Um, clearly, I should have been at home. So. Yeah, no shit. So, um, <laughs> them as well. Um, the vehicles, the, the people who own the vehicles, um, and not only the, the damage that it caused, but the stress um, that it would have put, up, put on them that night. Um, look, after the, after the incident, um, clearly I had a bit of time to reflect and um, decided that it was best that I that I stepped down from the vice captain role for this year. Anyway, I'm done hearing from this cunt. Of course, you're going to step down from being the vice captain. The thing is, so they reckon it's about a hundred grand's worth of damage for the cars. He hasn't been charged mm. yet with anything mm. other than the social, you know, COVID shit. So that's yeah. fifteen hundred bucks. So yeah. the the, the yeah, sum total after AFL fines and all the other shit, he's looking at three hundred grand. Fuck! <laughs> Fucking hell! Holy shit! So he's gonna—he's lost, and he—because he, they're not gonna—if they don't get paid, oh, he can't get paid a full not year's wage. For four today. four so weeks. Uh, the dogs gave him four weeks. Yeah. Um, and so no, so no, so no match pay, but he's still got a three hundred thousand dollar bill. Would he even be on three hundred thousand dollars this year? Oh, probably even po- maybe post tax. Well, he's, he's vice vice captain, right? So yeah, he's a he's a big player. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, three hundred. Like, no one wants fucking. No one wants to get taken out for three hundred grand. Uh, Respe- that's yeah, a that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like, I reckon it's fair a- though. That's a fucking fair amount for what he did and being as high profile as he is. Like, yeah. oh, I feel like. Uh, a hundred would have been bad enough. Three hundred bad, bro. He's oh, working. Come on, he's Alessio. For five hundred for five hundred thousand, could he run over a bunch of kids? Like what the fuck? Like that cunt from last week who hit the nah, fucking nah, nah, the nah, pram nah, nah. at Maccas? No, for three hundred thousand dollars he can run over a bunch of kids, bro. <laughs> I'd say for a hundred thousand dollars he can do what he did. <laughs> Understandable. Um <laughs> This is what former Captain Brad Jones had to say about it. Former Western Bulldog Captain Brad Jones has uh, said the club have got Lockie Hunter's punishment absolutely right. Hunter's removal from the leadership group leaves new skipper Marcus Bondempelli with more of a leadership load to carry, but Johnson has backed the bond to stand up. I think the the punishment is at the the level that is expected under the the PA in terms of the fine. The four weeks I think is about right, and and now there's obviously a lot more in in the background with the Victoria Police and and paying to to fix uh, fix up the mistake that he's made with the cars that he has hit also. And look, so I think from from that point of view, the the punishment is uh, is exactly where it should sit within the within the realms of what the club can do. I think you just have have the bond lead. Yes, he's got some leaders in. Who gives a fuck about the bond? Best player in the league. Yeah, bot number one. Bot, holy shit. Fuck me. All right, bot between one. the two of us, no I know we're talking about this drunk driving cunt. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, the bot, the bot is in at number one, I reckon. 
I reckon between the two of us, we can name five players that are better than the Bont. Yeah, Dusty better. Dusty's better. Danger's better. better. Fife is better. Crips is better. Crips is better. Is the Bont that good? He's like, not. A, he's not even. Yeah, he's not even I top five. Charlie in the running. I honestly chuck Charlie in the running. It's Charlie Cameron in the running against fucking Bont. Like, fucking I, don't, I don't think he's. Tim, Tim Kelly. Yeah, Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly's better. Game changer. Nick Nat's better. Nick Nat's better. Yep. Grundy's better. Grundy's better. I hate to say it, but Max Gorn, as far as Ruckman in the AFL go, he's he's a he's a better player. Yeah, he's a better player. Um, fucking Tom Lynch is better. Yep. Uh, who's the who's the cunt that kicks head cunts in the head from fucking the Giants? Oh yeah, um, Green. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah, him. He's better. Tavon Green's better. I can't wait. I'm so looking forward. My son, I told you, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I think my son mm-hmm. goes for the Giants instead of the Cats. Mm-hmm. And I said I'd get him a Giants jumper for his birthday, but I'm getting a, I'm getting the fucking Toby Green one. I'm going to be like, mate, kick cunts in the head when you wear this. <laughs> it's what you're supposed to do. Every mark contest, you go up with your foot up. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, the dogs. Becky. <laughs> oh, all right, so fucking, we can't get away from fucking corns, right? Yeah, this, he's everywhere. This time, he's fucking this, everywhere. This time, he fucking fights chompers on the Sunday <laughs> footy show, but he doesn't fight him about the drink driving charges. He fights him about Hunter's Instagram and the fact that he's having isolation parties. So here we go. Here's chompers, TJ versus. Chad Corns. This is a fucking brain trust argument if I've ever heard one. Okay, I don't know what's wrong with you today, mate, but what, what's he done wrong? What's he done wrong? Look, there might have been an error in judgment in actually posting those on social media, but for all intents and purposes, and Damo will give us the definitive answer, I mean, he's a, he's a young bloke having a bit of fun. Mm. And, yeah. and the thing about it is they're all which his housemates. Which is, housemates, what, I, which is yeah. what I just said. Mm. But why have you even raised it? Which is what I just said, and I said he's not uh, doing anything illegal. Why does he need to post them? You just said yourself it was an error of judgment. Yeah. In a week where your well, coach Kane, has been Kane, for someone who's as prolific on social media look, as yourself. Do you think that's a good look, TJ? I, don't, I couldn't give a, 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 a fat rat's clacker to quote Melbourne Light. <laughs> In all honesty, I mean, if good he call, wants to upload that sort of stuff to social media, that's entirely no, up to you. Yeah, like, my favourite part of that was when TJ's like, Mate, it's no worse than the stuff that you post to social media. <laughs> because Ch- his fuck Corns' fucking Twitter is an abomination. He's trying to be Stephen A. Smith, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, even but remotely. He's got no personality. No. No personality. No one gives a shit about him. He's just a little smug square block. And then I saw this thing the other day, like. Oh, fuck, I'm sick of their rankings. I'm sick of these rankings every fucking day. It's a I'm sick of the rankings. rankings. I'm sick of the, hey, uh, which player reminds you of fuck off? Just, like, give me highlights. Give me good matches. Give me fucking content. Yeah, we're, but the We're fucking, pumping like, out more fucking you, content. Would what? you rather have Dusty or Judd? Prime of their career, who would you rather have? Judd, but yeah. I don't care. Like... <laughs> I'd have Judd. I'd have Judd just because he's fucking Chris Judd. And I've, Dusty's a fuckwit. That's right, cunts. Fuck Dusty. 
Um, anyway, look, we're going to wrap up the Western Bulldog stuff. I found this amazing bit of uh, audio from a young Eddie Maguire, uh, journalist Eddie Maguire, uh, talking to the dogs on 1992 Mad Monday. Well, meantime, at Footscray, the players today were unwinding after their season came to an abrupt end at the hands of Geelong on Saturday. Their only cause for joy now is for Scott Wine or Tony Liberatore to win the Brownlow. Atkins is another chance tonight in the Brownlow. He needs something to pick up his spirits. Two nights on the town with his mates has been enough for girlfriend Shannon, who delivered his belongings and his eviction notice to the Albert Hotel today. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that'll work itself out, though. <laughs> All your kids head in the back of the puppy. <laughs> it certainly is, yeah. It's a bit of a joke, though, I think. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> yeah. Specialist coach Robert McGee, a member of Richmond's 73 and 74 Premiership sides, says it's an occupational hazard. Try and find 13 mates in 74. We had 14 divorcees, so... Well, it's a team game, so you may as well keep it up as a team game and see if you can get 13 mates to be in the uh, Divorcees Club. <laughs> We're just sitting here having a few drinks and you want to see the dry cleaner come through and, and uh, what do you call it, the uh, washing machine and his golf clubs and uh, the poor blokes have been kicked out of home. But uh, uh, I think the girls should understand. I mean, it's we only do it once, once in a year and that's it. But, uh, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's right, 1992. A Brownlow hopeful, just for being out for two nights on the piss with the boys, she delivered the fucking washing machine to the pub. <laughs> washing machine, golf clubs, all his clothes, fuck you, eviction notice, out you get. And that was a football story in 1992. And you know what? It wasn't like, man, kicked out by a wife. It was like, ha stupid bitch. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the fucking tone of it. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. He's straight up breaking news. Breaking news, yeah, breaking news. Football player's missus leaves him on Wednesday after the season is <laughs> finished. No, I actually got breaking news. I was just because I, I had it popped up as an alert. Um, we call when we started recording. They released it that uh, AFL could resume in June, um, yeah. and they're going to release the details. On um, May 11. May 11. You heard it here first, folks. Well, probably later because we've just heard it now. But May 11th, we have an announcement from the AFL letting us know when the fuck we get football back. But this is interesting because they they said that um they're going to let, like, they're going to let, uh, what the fuck is this? They're going to send the women oh, out first okay. and see if it's safe, like canaries <laughs> down a fucking mine shaft. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I no way well, meant to compare women to mine shaft canaries. I cannot well, back up funny. anything I'm saying. Yeah. The best part about this is that this story is still number two. This is, I clicked on this. I thought that's the one that got my that right. my attention. So AFL number on, one. Can I guess? No, number, number yeah, go. All right. So number two, the number two story is AFL makes an announcement May eleventh about yep. when the season yep. is coming yep. back. Yep. 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 Number one story, and it's just football news. Uh, lowest opinion. Just take the lowest opinion you could have the public, and that's how you get to this answer. Collingwood resumed training at Victoria Park. Nope. 
No, yeah, no. Nah, so lower, lower, lower. Ben Cousins to spend another night in jail. That's number one. Oh, That's fuck's easy. sake! All <laughs> right. More people are clicking on that. More people are clicking on. <laughs> Where will Ben be tonight? We'll click back on real footy. Oh, I didn't oh, think we'd have to go there so soon, but fuck. <laughs> Speaking of AFL, fallen star Ben Cousins has been arrested again in Perth's Victoria Park. Cousins was detained after police found him sleeping next to his car following reports of erratic behaviour and driving. A body search allegedly turned up two and a half grams of methamphetamine. Police allege that Cousins became aggravated and was driven to Northbridge lockup. The former West Coast and Richmond player only walked free from prison last August when charges of stalking and threatening to kill his ex-partner were dropped. Yeah, just chuck that in, you know, why not? Just chuck in that he stalked his ex-partner and threatened to kill her. You know, he's a good bloke. He's, you know, guilty. And when they say they body searched him, do you reckon they found it in his pockets or like up his ass? It was definitely in his fucking front pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's probably in his hand. Probably in the fucking dashboard, and he fucking saw him, and he grabbed it and he put yeah. it in his pocket. Jumped out, what happened. He jumped out of the car. I was like, "Nah, boys, just having to sleep outside the car. No, it's illegal to sleep in the car with the keys in because that means I'm driving under the influence. Clearly not doing that. Sleeping next to the car, officer. Poor Benny. Bro. Poor Benny. Poor Benny. Now look, day. Channel Seven got the exclusive. Oh, of course they fucking oh. did. Yeah, Channel oh, Seven scum. First to the. First of the fucking, um, first of the fucking press with it. We've got Benny again. We've got him again. We've got him again. Basil, Basil, get Basil quick. <laughs> I'd rather fucking BT did it next time. <laughs> so Benny, Benny, what do you reckon? What's better, having kids? Or the pip. Which one is it? Oh, and Ben Cousins runs for the pip. He grabs it. <laughs> he lights it. <laughs> he passes He's the violating. pip. He passes the pip to a Razio Fantasia. <laughs> I fucking love hearing BT say a Razio Fantasia. <laughs> my favorite BT in my life. Sorry, Benny, man. We fucking tried. We really tried. We were trying to po- shine some positive light on Benny and his recovery, and then he fucking falls asleep outside his car. Nah. This was the whole point of the pod when we did it. It was like, the, the guy's going to be one big cycle of shit because this yeah. is what everyone fucking push, pushes That's, on him, yeah. and no one's actually helping him, and everyone's going, the, you're a bad man, you're a bad man, Benny. The Britney Spears effect. You know when she shaved yeah. the head and went fucking crazy and everyone was like, oh, Britney Spears is fucking crazy, but no one actually addressed her underlying mental health issues? Mm. It's that. That's He's our fucking Britney Spears. Except, you know, if, only if did, Britney Spears if could did. fucking win a Brownlow. <sighs> now, nah, but could, this, could, okay, could Ben Cousins happen today? No. Nah. Could, could we, we, you couldn't treat, I don't think they could treat someone this ignorantly, this fucking poorly. They kick him out today. straight away. They get rid of him straight away. If you yeah, had a, yeah. if you had somebody that was like ridiculously talented, but you know, no, nah, but do you even? No, but the thing is, not even like would they kick him out? I'm saying like would the media hound them as much as they do to him? I think he's just grandfathered in and is guilt free. Yeah, because he's just fucking. Um, well, even like they're even. Oh well, actually, that you've raised a good point here. Fucking, uh, I have uh, have. Uh, Ed and Caro talk about it. 
Uh, and let me play a clip. Exactly what we're talking about right now. In that situation for Lockie Hunter, stick with that. He has people who have not been on the front page of a paper under enormous attack don't understand what it means to you and your family. His sisters were being doorstopped coming out of the, the house, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're the media want him to do a press conference so they can browbeat him until he cries. That's what they want. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Oh, I've been doing Ed. it for 35 years. Well, you, you, your your modus operandi was to make people cry. No, but I thought you don't watch mine a current affair, you don't watch all these stories. My, that's no, exactly mine what isn't. It is. That's not Caro, what it is. come on. You kick people to death well, when you get the chance. We do some wonderful... No, we <laughs> yeah, do, do some wonderful... Things, but I'm saying in this situation, with here's a, here's a kid up. who's under enormous pressure, OK? He's done all the things. He's done everything right to that stage. He gives of himself. And you know what? It's like when you apologise. Oh, you didn't apologise enough. Or you didn't apologise the day before. Or you didn't do this. Or you didn't do that. You're on a hiding to nothing. He gave his grab. That's all he needed you're to argue, say. You're arguing against yourself. I'm not saying they did the wrong thing in that no. instance. I'm saying this is a classic but example. But I'm saying it's a, there's a big difference between doing an aftermatch. Yeah, yeah the, the media should be able to get in, Caro. But, you know, what happens, of course... Players then will people, be more resilient people when, they, when it becomes a normal thing for them to speak to the media every You and I had a, a, a breakfast one time at Collingwood years ago when I first came back from Channel 9. And I said at the time, I said, Caro, if the media doesn't get a better balance on this sort of stuff. There'll be no media because the football clubs will do their own media and have bigger media departments than what they have at the... Yeah, at and the... I, left, I left the breakfast. I was so disgusted. Yeah. Um, really good exchange there between Eddie and Caro. Actually, on both of their sides, and the fact that Caro pointed out, uh, you're fucking arguing with yourself, Eddie. Um, <laughs> but Eddie going, when she's like, oh, your modus operandi is make people cry. He's like, no, it wasn't. You know, that's not it. And she's like, yeah, well, you, you, you know what it's about, Caro. And she's like, oh, I never did anything like that. And Eddie responds with, come on, Caro, you kick people to death when you had the chance. What a fucking soundbite from Mr. McGuire. <laughs> but, yeah, no, they've made a point. Yeah. They've got to. I mean, that's how they... Well, I'll She's make... not working for the ABC, is she? She's got to sell papers. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. But him getting you're, you're out... You're not going to see fucking... That's why, that's why um, what do you call him? That's why Jared Waitley's a simp. He doesn't have to sell papers. <laughs> that no. guy, he's just sitting there. He's just like, well, I think we should leave it alone, Robert. And he's just there. No, this is where we sink our teeth in and we drag them through the mud. We kill them now. Oh, I don't think we... We don't do that on ABC Grandstand. Well, that's why. You know, no one listens to ABC Grandstand. <laughs> Jared! <laughs> Listen, Jared, I'm not saying drink driving is okay, but drink driving is okay. Like, that's fucking... <laughs> Robo! <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Third yeah. back with the... Uh, with the wait, last Ben Cousins comment, because it did come off a bit cucky, so, I mean, go, go, go dial it back. Go dial it back, all right? All right. Uh, my favourite um, BT call was when he called um, uh, the birth of cousin's second kid. And uh, what do you call it? He's like, look at her. She's almost as dilated as his eyes. Betty Cousins on the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll leave you alone for a minute, Benny. Uh, yeah, it was a real sliding doors moment. Bitch. <laughs> 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 Speaking of AFL.
Yeah, speaking of AFL, uh, we're just going to have a quick break. I've got- barely. <laughs> barely. Barely speaking of AFL. Um, I've got another, I've got another uh, uh, sponsor in this week. We're killing it this week, Alessio. Matt, Matt, Matt. We've got another sponsor Matt. in. Uh, I want to see if you can pick who the uh, the wonderful uh, AFL person we have uh, sponsoring the next sponsor. Right across our island continent, the trusted name in caravans is Knowles Island Star. And you'll find the entire range here at Adelaide's Oasis of Caravans. Touring vans, family vans. Or choose Island Star for five-star luxury and superior quality. new are used and you'll love the way they do business. Nulls caravans, nulls caravans, nulls caravans, nulls caravans. <laughs> That's uh, Malcolm Blight for Nulls Caravans in Adelaide. <laughs> Look, they pay us, we play the ads, all right? So Kmart came in with the big money with Gary Lyon. Noel's Caravans in Adelaide was like, we're not fucking having that. We're buying up more ad space and we're going to get Blighty in. If you uh, want ad space, wait. you just ring in. We'll fucking read whatever you want on the air. I can't wait till they get like Ablett, Carey, Lockett and Dunstall to come out and be like, these the new, the new fucking mascots for Big Four Holiday Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. We've kicked the life into your family holiday. <laughs> hey, Tony, where's Gary? Oh, he's in the bathroom again. <laughs> where's Gary? <laughs> where's your wife? <laughs> I want to make a cup of tea, Plugger. Where's all the spoons? I don't know. Ask Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! I think if if anything, that's that's a great lead into uh, one of our our best segments and favorite segments on the show. Uh, did you hear from Sen this week? Yes, I did. Oh, here we go. You were very tight, weren't you? No, we, yeah, no, we're good mates. Yeah, we're brought up. We know our right from wrong. You know, you know your right from wrong. Jim knows we've been brought up like that, and it's just wrong, mate. And, you know, you don't touch a man's wallet. You don't touch it. First, former AFL great Wayne Carey says his name has been muddied after a positive drug scan during a prison visit. Cutting grass on SEN. Now this week, this week, this week, we've got a like a proper exclusive. This was leaked. Hold up, no hold up, hold up. Find- we've got a real exclusive? Real exclusive. This is- This Huge. Is legit. This is legit. This is 100% true. And, um, like, if if they believe it isn't, then they should apply defamation laws and sue me because this is legit info, all right? I'm not lying. This stuff, oh, my God. Pun like, intended. The reason that this is the reason that this one's not getting to air. All right. Oh. All right. So it starts off and it's a bit of pre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This was bad. All right. So um, this exposes Channel 7. All right. This is really, mm. really bad on Channel 7's part. All right. Uh, so, so that's why it's not coming out. Fucking Channel 7. Yeah. Yeah. Channel 7. Scumbags they are. They're not going to let us bring it out. All right. Now, now, starts out. Now, the boys are having like pre podcast talk. They're just having a little chat. They're loosening up and they're yep. getting a bit. And then, um, uh, they're all still called in, 
and um, Rant is started saying like uh, starts going like so how about this 5G stuff this 5G it's, uh, it's causing corona new frequency it's, it's, uh, it's caused it it's caused it and then um, Duck he starts going they didn't cause it they didn't cause it, 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 it it's fine it's fine and then Gary says oh, oh shit Duck you're here um, so uh, what you don't believe in conspiracies you know we, conspiracy is bullshit. Why would you ever conspire to do what? We, we, you believe in these people actually they're conspiring? And then um, Rand says, uh, maybe this is getting a little too political. And then Gary says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, uh, Duck, how, you, how, actually, how are you holding up? You're still stuck under that woman's bed? And he says, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I got out. And he says, Huge development. That's right, that's right. And he goes, how did it get, how'd you get out? And he goes, well, look, well, the events of the Lucky Hunter story, we all know the Lucky Hunter was actually driving over to pick me up. And he says, yes, yes, yes. And he goes, now, when he came to pick me up, when one of the other boys came over and picked me up after they dropped um, Lucky off in South Yarra, they eventually ended up getting back to my place just like a couple of days short. And uh, they, um, they ended up picking me up. But what happened was uh, the AFL CEO came home at the same time. Oh, no. And then Rand says, what do you mean? Gary says, not again. He goes, yes, boys. <laughs> yes. I was sleeping with Gil's wife. Oh. And then, um, and then uh, Gary starts a slow cap, and then Rand starts saying, have we learnt nothing? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Gary says, that's true, that's true, that's true. But wait, so how come no one's talking about it? And then Duck says, well, that's why Channel 7 released the uh, Ben Cousins story. We've been keeping an eye on him for a certain amount of weeks now, and we were waiting for him to do something that incriminates himself again. They pounced on him. All of a sudden, number one AFL-related story, Benny Cousins with meth next to him, you know, next to a car, beats Wayne Carey with Shard next to AFL CEO's bed somehow. somehow. But we were able to blow that over. and we were able to get, It wasn't um, even this get, third story. Yep, wasn't even the third. That story. should have been the third story. Head. Should have been Ben Cousins sleep next to car. AFL season announcement May eleventh. Duck fucks Gill's wife. Yep, and uh, hides under bed for then, three weeks. And then I think one of the producers comes into the Zoom call and he's like, "Hey boys, what are you talking about? This is, this is getting incriminating." And then duck says what are you talking about what are you talking about and then uh then the producer says you're talking about conspiring and he says no i'm on optus and that's when <laughs> <laughs> okay uh i i have a first the first in podcast history i have a posthumous interview lined up beautiful yeah beautiful. um I, I it's great of a football club someone we all loved um, I got a I got a special Ouija board out, and I was able to put together this interview. So uh, here we go. So here I am uh, with uh, Danny Frawley. Danny, uh, how's uh, things been uh, since you know since the suicide? You, you think about the dark days. That's when I used to beat myself up. You, you think. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, it wasn't anyone's fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. So you definitely don't think anyone was at fault. It wasn't anyone's fault, but the players we picked. Oh, the players, yeah. It was probably the players' fault. That's probably what tipped you over the edge. I understand. Uh, 
What else has been going on, Danny? Obviously, um, didn't eventuate. So. What didn't eventuate? Oh, the rest of your life. I understand. I understand. Um, uh, Danny, everyone's been dying to hear from you. Like, I mean. And that was probably still for my farm life. You know, the, the harder you work, the, the harder you have a couple of quiet ones. But you get up an hour early and work it off the next day. So, Oh, right. So I think that sounds like uh, – Problem alcoholism there, Danny. That that's um that's a that's a really big contributor to suicidal ideation. No regrets. No uh, regrets. Oh, you didn't have any regrets about it. No regrets. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's in the in the media for. Oh yeah, we should talk about the media response afterwards, Danny. That's very important. Um, let's talk about it. All the right reasons. I, I never sort of felt it happen. Yeah, you wouldn't feel it happen. I don't think driving at one hundred and twenty kilometers an hour, like. Drive a side door first into the tree. That that you you're not going to feel that. It was only when the players walked out of the rooms I, I saw the the leading news story and I thought wow. And then oh, so Danny, you're you're in the afterlife and you're watching the news. That, that's good. You hear your sister in tears the next day. One of the media um, got hold of her and you know, and all of a sudden I thought, gee, the the frawly name started somehow getting mixed up in you know. The, and the whole scenario, the whole of Bungaree was sort of behind me. The next- yeah, yeah, that's that's country towns, mate. Like, they will get behind you. It was like, you fucking committed suicide, you're one of us. But yeah, I'm a country boy. Yeah, that's that's it. Like, they country boys, mate. We kill themselves the best. You know, my best mate, Danny, He his dad, he, he fucking put a chainsaw into a, a bench vice once and fucking cut his own head off. Oh, that's commitment, you know? But yeah, I'm a country boy. I know, you're a country boy, just like me, mate. Oh, I'm from the country, it's about commitment. <laughs> The way that you got in that car that day, Danny, and killed yourself, I'm fucking impressed. Um, and a lot of people are sitting out there, oh, God, you know, woe is me. But Yeah, I understand. Woe is me. It's it's a bit fucking, you know, they better get over it, you know. Like, that's not the way we do it, is it? No. Nah. Yeah, I'm a country boy. Yeah, that's right. That's not. It, that's, it never dawned on me. Not. It wouldn't dawn on you to do it. It wouldn't dawn on you to get upset. Fuck that. Um, because I sort of knew who was with me and who was against me. And, you know... I, I had a feeling that that was the case. Um, was it Moons or was it Dunstall? And to feel alive. Yeah. The last thing you want to do was kicking an empty coke can along the ground, picking a few leaves off the tree, and the players saw me. I don't think they ever would have seen it, but... Yeah, I, I don't think they saw it coming. I don't think anyone, any, any of us saw it coming, uh, a Spud. Um, but that didn't happen. It, it did happen. Um, I, I know you don't remember it because you hit the tree so fast. You can't be 10 things to 100 people. You can't. That's very true, Spud. That's really important. That's a message I think it's important to get across is that you can't be everything to everyone. And as much as everybody talked about how you were such a great bloke and you were you were funny and I remember having a footy clinic with you when I was about seven years old in primary school and you had enough, you had time for everybody and I, I really appreciated the time I had with you, Spud. Is there anything that you'd want to like really get across to the people about, you know, the message about your death? Yeah, I think that we have to take a deep breath. We have to, and, and the association do a great job because there's some really good psychologists out there. You know, I'm the first to admit when, you know, I'm hopefully I'm a bit of a sanding board for a few coaches who go through a scenario where they're not quite, if they're losing sleep, for God's yeah. sake, get out there and, and talk to someone about it. I never talked to anyone. I was stubborn. I didn't sleep for three weeks, you know, and the result of wow. that was I ended up with, you know, basically, had a, well, I did have a nervous breakdown because the lack of sleep, um, basically did my head in But yeah I'm a country boy <sighs> Thank you Spud That's a really good important message 
everybody needs to get their sleep. And uh, yeah, look, it's a world first. That's the first posthumous AFL uh, interview. And uh, on the way out. When the Saints go marching in, when the Saints go marching Fuck that shit. No one ever hears that. Not during the season and not during this episode. I'd have kicked that. All right. <laughs> What have we got left to talk about this week? We've nearly killed an hour of absolute garbage. <sighs> Is it time for the chopsticks, Alessia? I think we're there. We're there. I think we're there. All right. Let's pull up the information that I need. I sent you, and I saved them in my own photos. So here we go. I'm giving out a few this week. I'm going to be generous because there's some fucking shockers. <sighs> This is the first one from Daniel Discerny. So he's one of yours, mate. His fucking name ends in a vowel. He's one of yours. I'm blaming you. He says, <laughs> What's this faggot page dissing Benny with his 16 million hashtags? You wouldn't have kicked shit. I better hope you know nobody that suffers from addiction. So Daniel, fuck you. Uh, we also have heard from. What do you think about that, Alessio? What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon that was a good one. He's pretty on the money. He's on the money. He's on the money. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the mid part of this episode doesn't work either. Yeah, fair enough. So I posted a a Gary Ablett video, the Gary Ablett video I posted with a redone commentary, posted it on a Collingwood page, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. most people were fucking stoked with it. Like, yeah, Gary Ablett's sick, and they were happy with it. One guy got really upset. It was like, it's not Collingwood material. So someone, one of our fans, came to our defense. However, he kind of fucked the end of it up. He's like, oh, yeah, golly gee, it's enough to get the poster reprimanded. Ha, 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 ha. But good footy's good footy, so who's complaining? Dissolve the corrupt leaders and the World Health Organization. (laughs) Our fans coming through with a fire. That was from fucking Chris Harrisfield. Good work, Chris. Have we got one more? I think we might have one more. Oh, it's from Sam Newman. Sam Newman gets a chopsticks this week. So beautiful, I found beautiful. on his page, he posted a photo of himself saying, you cannot be serious podcast on wherever the fuck with whoever the fuck. I'm not promoting his shit. And someone said, mm-hmm. facelift boy on the comments. Sam felt the need to respond. And he responded with, as opposed to fuckwit boy. Sheep shit. So I jumped on Sammy's page and I awarded him the chopsticks in person and invited him any time that he'd like to come and be a guest on Ida Kick That. And we will roast that motherfucker until his brittle, brittle fossilised bones fall apart and we get him to use poor grammar or we make Fergus Neal fight him to the death. <laughs> what do you reckon? That's a good episode this week, Alessio. We've done our job. I, yeah, I think I think we've done it. I think we managed to push through. We grabbed just a lot of uh, now, just uh, you know, grabbed a lot of um, 
what's the word for it? Uh, yeah, what a way to end this episode. What yeah. a great way to end it. Um, yeah, Sam Newman. You know, Still the, fighting uh, for golf in Victoria. Misdemeanors. We grabbed a bunch of misdemeanors yep. and a bunch of insults and a couple of car crashes, and bang, we're able to make a show with that. We're, this is Master Chef, all right? I we're just... cooking shit. With the mystery boxer this week. Every you know what week, I mean? every week we've got the mystery every box. Week, every week. I just realised um, this week's podcast is more of a fucking police report than it is a fucking football podcast. So yes, I think, I think this I mean, week we'll call it the, the police report. But in a lot of ways, a good football match is a police report. That's right. If someone mm. isn't being reported for assault, was it really football? Was it really that good? I mean... Was it that good when, like, like what's a better football moment? When re, uh, when uh, Heath Shaw comes up from behind and smothers Rewalt? Yeah. Is that is that a better football moment than when Gaff just absolutely knocked the fucking block of that <laughs> poor boy from Fremantle? Yeah. Like, I'll take I mean, Gaff every day of the week. Yeah, what 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 video are you getting more replays? You know what I mean. I mean, come on, is, eh? it's like yeah. is uh, Joel Selwood touching up Gary Ablett in the shoulder when he's playing for Gold Coast a more memorable moment than Barry Hall punching the living fuck out of that guy at centre half forward? It's Good Barry Hall thanks. every time, and that's our show. We'll be back next week with God knows fucking what. May 11th, they're announcing it, so we've probably got a couple oh, more dude. weeks before oh, we... we got another... Oh, dude, not even that. I mean, fuck. The preseason episodes were hard for us, too. But then we've got the two weeks of preseason. Oh, dude, this is tough. This it's going to be tough, but we're going to do it. Oh. We are the eye to kick that podcast. I've been Joel Pierce. And I've been Alessio Carducci. See you next week, motherfuckers. Bitch. Bitch. Take a look down at the man's man.